We are live. I foresee a short one today. Yeah. You think the people will care? I mean, we give them something every day. It's enough already. It's a year of content you've had. Can I do a short one for Christ's sake? How about that? A whole year almost. I just got done broadcasting with a real, someone I can actually talk to, a conversation with Anthony DeVito. How was it? Now I got to do this. Is it good? Oh, it sucks because it makes me see what the show could be with a guy like that, you know? Yeah. A comedian? A professional one? It was was actually very fun. I I enjoyed it. His mic started to crap out at the end. Yeah. Um, So I hope that doesn't affect, you know, people bitch no matter what. But uh, other than that, I thought it was great. That's good. I'm looking forward yeah. to hearing it. It's a good topic. It would, yeah, it ended up being great, and he was re- he was super into it too. Like he actually watched, um, like he did. He he prepared for it, so it was good. Oh, that's good. That's he's good. a funny guy. Go check out Anthony Devito. If uh, he's coming to Laugh Boston and uh, the comedy scene in Foxborough, and I think he's doing one night in Worcester. So check him out. He's a funny guy and a friend of this show. Is that uh is that uh this month? Or is it next? Uh, end of January. Okay. Everyone go see Yeah, because that, that episode won't be out for a few weeks. Oh, got it. I didn't know. Someone just uh, tweeted at me and said that they didn't know why Are You Laughing was free. Uh, they were like, oh, I thought it was Patreon only. I, I'll have to listen. Do they not listen? <laughs> uh, I feel like I say it all the time. They're afraid it's free. <laughs> Patreon.com slash blind Mike. You get it a week early on Patreon, and then it's free. Yeah. All right, a, listen up. Get the wax out of your ears, goddammit. Had a lovely time recording it this weekend. It was. There was something real nice about it. It was quieter. It was something I can't put my finger on it, but something about it was a lot. Oh, it was magical. Hey, well, I did enjoy uh, Chef Lewis once again. Thank you. Shout out for uh, feeding us. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll go ahead with your thought, and then I have a, a comment. Because he, he sat in on it in... Uh, Mike wasn't there. That's what we were alluding to. Yes. And uh, I just like how he respected Mike's chair and didn't sit in it. He grabbed a new one. <laughs> it was something nice coming out of Mike's chair. Chef Lewis didn't speak. He's like, ah, if only. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't invite Mike if I didn't like him. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to send him to the psych ward. Yeah. You'll have the other guy on hanging with blind Mike soon. He'll- Is he, what's his deal? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard from him really today. So I'm not sure because we had uh, oh, this is a you get daily updates on this guy. Well, no, I normally will like just throw stories at each other or he'll bitch about oh, okay. something, but haven't heard anything. Huh. Well, hey, rest in power, friend. Yeah, come on, guy. Um, yeah, so so Chef Lewis, uh, uh, top of the line gearhead, one of the best, mm-hmm. if not the best, just because no one else has fed us. That's true. Delightful. You food. know, like he's actually he's really gone the extra mile. He has, but and it goes out of his way. I don't know. So um, Saturday morning, we're uh, getting getting ready to record the show, and I get a message through Patreon. It's uh, Chef Lewis, and he says, "Hey, uh, what time are you guys going to be at the studio?" And uh, I said, 12. And he said, "All right, I'll be there." And I said, "Please." He goes, "I know I don't have to. I want to." And I was like, "All right, I won't. I won't haggle with you anymore." Uh, so he gets there and uh, well, he's talking to me while well, Craig's on his way and I'm talking to Chef Lewis and he said that uh, Craig, Craig messaged him <laughs> while Lewis was on his way and said, oh, by the way, uh, we're in at vaulted podcast at noon. <laughs> and that, that's when I said, oh, Craig is really lobbying for this food. 
No, I messaged him when I was like 10 minutes out and I forgot. Shamelessly lobbying, (laughs) making sure Lewis is there. He asked me like a few days prior to let him know what time and I forgot. And I told him 10 minutes before we recorded that (laughs) what time it was at. Shameless and absolutely gross. Disgusting. I I was grossed out by it when I heard that. (laughs) Poor Lewis. Delicious. He's a good man. Chicken parm sandwiches were very good. They were chicken parm sliders. Uh, I had the chips. They were delightful. Homemade chips this guy make. Mwah! So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Uh, Yeah, so check out the next... uh, The episode on Patreon right now is Mitzi Shore. And then um, uh, the next one will be Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. What an episode. Exciting stuff. Um... What did I want to talk about? Oh, so speaking of quality broadcasts, mm-hmm. uh, last night, Patriots were on Monday Night Football. Yep. Uh, had a few of the old, had a few owls over. A couple of boys from the Westfield gang. Yeah. And uh, watched Patriots Bills. And we clicked over for a minute because I, I said, oh, shit, you know what? I hear a lot about that Manning Brothers broadcast. And... Uh, it was my idea. They stole my idea. Right. So I was curious about it. Like, I've had this idea for years. And um, uh, I clicked it on. And it's weird. Like, I like the idea. But it's weird because the volume of the game is down. So, like, you know, when you're watching a regular game, you have the reaction of the crowd. Right. On the Manning Brothers broadcast, the game is, it feels like the game is, like, on in the background. Like they're not even, it doesn't always feel like they're at the game. So maybe I'm nitpicking because I do like the idea that it's conversational. They don't have to focus on the game all the time, but I do think it has to feel like they're at the game. Yeah. Plus they're, they're just watching like we are. So they're not telling a blind guy. I assume would like to know when the ball snapped or whatever the fuck. You know? Yeah. Well, so specifically um, we were watching when uh, was it was Damian Harris ripped off like a 75 yard run or something. Yeah. And uh, you wouldn't know, like if you're blind, literally if you're blind and watching the game, you wouldn't know that happened because they're not talking about it at all. So shit like that is a little weird. And that's why I said like the examples I always use are like big cat and Portnoy or uh, Bill Burr and Nick DiPaolo <laughs> or guys like that, I think would be hilarious, but also like into the game, you know? Right. Well, they'll be yelling. They'll have money on it. I assume start yelling, go like when you know, you'll know something's happening. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it, I like the conversation, but it also feels like, Oh, Peyton and Eli could just do this like a talk show if they wanted to. Right. Right. Cause then they're bringing on get like, it's cool to have guests, but again, if they're like kind of into the game, like they bring on Letterman and shit like that, which is like, I am a Letterman guy. I don't give a fuck what Peyton has to ask David Letterman, you know, he still got his beard. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Mm. It's cool. He smokes weed and he's got a beard. now. he should have done that when he was on the air. Yeah, why the hell not? Eh, I don't know. He's <laughs> Letterman. Uh, it's funny. I didn't know this until later. Like, um, when I was a kid watching him, I always thought he was kind of a dork. Cause, uh, remember that interview we did with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, where it seemed like Joaquin Phoenix was losing his mind. Yes. And then it came out later. Like he's doing it for some documentary or something. Yeah. 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 Um, Letterman was very, very mad that Joaquin Phoenix was chewing gum 
And if anyone ever like doesn't wear a tie, like just wears a jacket and no tie or doesn't wear a suit or whatever, Letterman makes like kind of a condescending remark about it. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, ah, oh, what a square. And then I learned years later, like he was paying tribute to Carson because that's how Carson ran things. So I didn't mind it as much when I found that out. I don't know why you'd give a shit though. Yeah, who cares? Well, there used to be so it was like a professional, uh, you know, it gave the show status. Like it was professional. Now no one gives a fuck. You know, I like that's why I liked when Conan just like started wearing sweatpants and got rid of the desk and shit. Yeah, he just just no one was watching by then. But yeah, no correlation. Maybe who knows? Yeah, I got to think of other guys though. I always use I always say like Big Cat and Bill Burr are always my examples, but there's a limited. I don't know who else could really do that. The problem is like ESPN would bring in like, you know, the next Patriots game, they would bring in like Damon and Affleck, <laughs> like big, they try to get like big name and be like, oh, who gives a fuck about them? You know? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg, who famously left the the Falcon Super Bowl at halftime. That would be fun just because people would shit like Twitter would have a field day with that. If Wahlberg was doing a game, do they read live comments when they're in there? Uh, I doubt it. I don't know, but it would be fun for us at home. <laughs> right. Or, or Wahlberg trying to make it seem like he's not getting insanely angry about it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, again, I know we talked about it last week, but like, it's just fun to see how fucking phony the media is where like for the first three weeks of the season, they had to drum up business. So they're like, well, Belichick was never a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Bill Belichick has never been good. And now we we, we have proof right here. <laughs> and then now they're in first in the AFC again. Like they took a year off, basically, is all the Patriots did. They threw three times for 19 yards and beat the Bills at home. <laughs> and all was right with the world again. Yeah. That was impressive. <laughs> it was a hell of a game. Very fun to watch. So, um, what do I want to talk? Oh, well, let's get this out of the way because I, I kept forgetting to talk about this. I take it, so you only grabbed the one clip from this uh, Sammy the Bull podcast? Yeah, the rest of it, the as funny... I'm surprised you weren't more interested. I thought it, this would have been up your alley. I I bought the sit-down between them, the 10-episode sit-down. I watched the whole thing. It was fucking awesome. That's what I'm saying, but you didn't like this part? You didn't find this funny, that them going back and forth? No, no, I, it is. The baloney part's funny. But the yeah. part where his uh, uh, equipment was crapping out was the other part you brought up. Yeah. I don't think it would really play. Oh, maybe. But uh, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mentioned this on uh, KMS yesterday. But uh, Sammy the Bull, Sammy the Bull Gravano, the hitman for the Gambino family. Underboss. Um, John Gotti's underboss now <laughs> does a podcast. Me, me, and Sammy the Bull are colleagues, <laughs> <We're> peers. <laughs> um, so, so uh, Sammy the Bull does a podcast, and uh, this Michael Franzis, yeah, also does like not a podcast, but like a YouTube. He's like a YouTube channel and does a bunch of shit on there. Yep. And w- what would be really great, like the, and it sounds ridiculous, but they're like half a step away from this is if Michael Franzese's YouTube channel was like, you know how YouTube stars do like the jump cuts? Yeah. Like yeah. they edit every video and like, I'm over here. It's wacky. I'm crazy. Right. <laughs> It'd be great if Sammy the Bull and Michael Franzese were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they just completely are <laughs> consumed by the like YouTube and podcasting world. Have you seen uh, Norton's videos that he's been posting? 
political gym? No, he's been mocking those TikTok videos. Oh, uh, his eyebrow shit. Yeah, and he's, that was very funny. Yeah, he's been posted. They get so many views; it's crazy because he's. It's, Did he bring that up, or is it his story? Does it go away? Uh, I can check his Twitter. Yeah, let's see if it's up there. Um, but yeah. So anyway, well, Craig's looking for that. Uh, so Michael Franzese and Save the Bull each have uh, podcasts and YouTube channels, and <laughs> they they had a beef. So uh, I guess they didn't like each other for a long time. And then they started to patch things up. They're working on this project together uh, with Patrick Bed David, Mafia States of America. Yep. And um, uh, but then Michael Franzese made a video about um, witness. I, I think the video was like about informants or something, right? Witness protection. Witness protection. And people who uh, abuse it to, just to get out of jail. Yeah. And he mentions Sammy the Bull. And Sammy, Bull, Sammy the Bull famously uh, uh, ratted on John Gotti. Um, but he mentioned it, and <laughs> it's hilarious now that mafia guys are arguing over audio clips. Oh, no shit. <laughs> like, Franzis is like, it was, it was 11 seconds, I took it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because they're still trying to These have murderers. Yeah, they're still trying to have um, uh, their respect that they should have back in the day. I really wish it devolved to like tw- you tweeted this about me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> you went on Instagram live <laughs> and trashed me, and I demand an apology. <laughs> uh, so, and it's so weird to hear. Um, I forget which one of them has a pay, if not both, but one of them has a Patreon mm-hmm. and I heard them once like kind of just a casual throwaway line. They're like, uh, we'll talk more about this on patreon.com slash Sammy the bull or whatever. Well, yes. Yeah, and it's like, wow, th- these, these guys who ha- were at the top of the world mm-hmm. and are like, th- like cr- true, the truest of criminals. Yeah, are now <laughs> resorting to the same tactics as Mike Geary. Everyone knows who John Gotti is. Everybody, right, right. His first, his right hand man was Sammy the Bull. <laughs> well, so if you listen to Sammy the Bull's podcast, not only that, Sammy kind of ran things. Like Gotti was the face. Yeah, and Sammy and uh, Frankie DeChico. At least this is according to Sammy the Bull. Those were kind of the. You know, the muscle behind John Gotti. They were the real. Yeah. Uh, uh, so when he wanted to kill Paul Castellano, the former boss, he went to Sammy and Sammy planned the whole thing. That, right. Exactly. Yeah. Famous spark steakhouse. Frankie DeChico, though, got his ass blown up in a car. That's a really good. Uh, I think season two, they talk about that. Our thing is Sammy the Bulls podcast. It's very good. But again, it's weird. Like uh, right now I'm promoting. A murderer, a known confessed murderers podcast, <laughs> where he talks more about the murders. <laughs> Did you hear uh, uh, his his episode on the Frankie Flowers kill uh, murder? I don't think so. When he uh, had to kidnap that guy and had him in a van. Oh, oh, oh! I just didn't remember his name. Yes, the guy from Philly. Yeah, yeah. That's probably his best episode. There's That's a, an it, amazing story. It's crazy. There's two. I think it spans two episodes. Like I think yeah. he finishes it in the next episode or something. Yeah, it was two or three. It was a long. It was long. 
That's a, that's an unbelievable story. It's crazy. I think uh, they should. He, he's apparently making a TV show on his life, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, really? So is Michael Franzese. Yeah. Well, Sammy's is going to be interesting because stuff will happen in it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I'm also so this Michael Franzese. Do you know anything about him? Oh yeah. Yep. His dad. Um, his dad, uh, Sonny Francis, was the yeah. underboss for the Colombo family. Yeah. And was like. He is, if you close your eyes and picture a mobster, that was his dad. He went, Okay. He's, he did, uh, he died at 103 just recently. Uh, he did 55 years of his life in prison. Good Lord. Yeah, he originally got framed for um, some bank robbery that he didn't actually do. And uh, while he was in jail, Michael Francis wanted to help him out. So he said he wanted to join the life with him. He doesn't, he didn't know exactly apparently what it was. That's where Sammy. Yeah. yeah. So that's folks, where that's where Sammy's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Listen. So that's where this is where this is where we come in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as a, as a guy, maybe Sammy the Bull's not the greatest guy, but I will say he seems a hell of a lot more authentic than this Michael Franzese. So, like Franzese seems like a real bullshit artist to me. I I believe Francis, but uh, he also even if he did kill someone, he can't talk about it. I'll tell you why the only like his stories are interesting, but he seems like, and Sammy alludes to this. He seems like a guy who's building himself up to have had more, uh, more of a part in what they were doing in the mafia than he actually did. Right. So, uh, I suggest, I think it was 40 bucks for the, uh, Patrick Beth David, uh, 10 part series for them. Yeah. Worth it. I think it was very interesting, but at one point, Sammy flips the fuck out, stands up, and he threatens to fucking shoot him. In the documentary? Yeah. Like, you can see where... Oh, so it, it, it escalates from this podcast. <laughs> this was after. The other podcast was a couple months before, and the way they ended the show was very nice, and they, like, seemed to have loved each other, and then this yeah. thing happened uh, after. Right. Well, so let's hear, let's hear the clip from the podcast. This is on... Um... So, Patrick Bed David's value attainment channel. Value ta- worst name. Value attainment. Yeah, but uh, real quick with Michael Francis, what he ended up doing, his big uh, claim to fame was this um, uh, Daisy Chain gasoline tax fraud scheme, where okay. they would back then uh, the gas companies would be responsible for paying or collecting the taxes and giving it to the government. Hmm. So what he did was he had like. I don't know, 30 gas stations going at once, getting all the tax money on each gallon, collecting it and keeping it himself. And by the time the government would figure it out, he would have already shut that down. And he was making, oh, really? yeah, he was making between two and 5 million bucks a week. Yeah, he was, I've heard him talk about that. And so that's where I am like, okay, obviously. And like, I think in the eighties, uh, time magazine or some publication, mm-hmm. um, he, Franzis was in like the top 50, Yep. Uh, mobsters in America. Yeah, he almost got killed for that. Oh, really? So uh, his boss called him in, and they they assumed and accused him of not passing in enough money, thinking they were that he was collecting more than he was telling them. Oh, because of that article. Yeah. So they were like, "How the fuck is he getting on their radar that that's happening?" Right. So he went to a meeting, and his dad actually basically threw him under the bus. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. His dad was no fucking joke. Look up Sonny Francis. Yeah, and, and Michael, I mean, he's got interesting stories and he's an interesting guy. My problem is he's a little too, the way he talks about himself is a little too clean. Yeah, well, he's a You guy. know, like, it's it's like, hey, I'm just an innocent guy who had some fun in the mafia. 
See, that's the that's the one thing. That's why Sammy will always have the upper hand in those arguments because he yeah. can't be like, I killed the guy because he didn't confess that shit to the government and is not allowed to talk about it. You know, you know the the perfect way to, uh, I think the perfect way to encapsulate it and uh, set up this clip is. Sammy the bull is like the Sopranos, like what the mob probably really was. Mm-hmm. And Michael Franzese is like a G rated, uh, you know, cartoon, like an, <laughs> an edgy Nickelodeon cartoon so, of what the mafia is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So what it is, is uh, Sammy's the gangster. Yeah. And Michael's the racketeer slash businessman. So he's he's got he's the idea guy, Sammy's the yeah. dude that's gonna go break legs. And and Franzese seems more like a politician. Uh yes. That's you like, know what I mean? That's like the racket. And so that's where that's where this clip comes up and Sammy the Bull's pissed that he was uh named in this you know, you know, Franz it's Franzese alluded to the fact that he was a rat, basically. And Sammy didn't like the way he was portrayed. And then this unfolded on Patrick Bed David's channel. Stop the baloney. I never did. <laughs> I was on the fucking street. Who the fuck knew who you are? You were nothing to me. Really? The father had a name. Hey, the father had a fucking Jenny. name. You didn't, didn't have no name. Either. You lived off your father's reputation. Know. And where did you live off of? Myself. Who you I didn't yeah, have right? a father in the life. I had nobody in the life. Stop. I lived Jenny. off of myself. Stop the baloney, huh? Who the hell knew you either? <laughs> and then stop the baloney. Who the fuck in the mob says stop the baloney? What kind of statement is that? Oh, now, 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 you want, now you want to act like a clown? What do you mean, stop the baloney? I'm going to act like a clown. That? Stop the fucking baloney. No, heard I heard it from people who graduated from Harvard. <laughs> stop oh, the baloney. Yeah, I, I never heard that on the street. No. I graduated from Harvard. Sammy, Michael. Yeah, well, you graduated. You, you got I don't the know. nerve. Let me tell you something. Who had more damn respect? <laughs> so, that's the greatest. First of all, it says, I love Sammy the Bull because his eye, like, He's not saying that's an intellectual statement. Right. When he says, you sound like someone that went to Harvard. <laughs> Sammy the Bull still lives in a time where if you went to Harvard, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dweeb. <laughs> and that's what Franzese sounds like. Yeah. He said stop the baloney at one point in the uh, actual sit down when they were face to face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, are we going to do it again? And they they let it go. <laughs> so, like, Stop the baloney. <laughs> that's the greatest. It sounds, and again, that's where I called Franzese like kind of G-rated. It does sound phony when he's doing that. It's like, why are you talking like that? You you, If you didn't kill people, you were involved in an organization that did. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's even said that uh, he's been around it. Oh, I know. And that, that's where I'm like conflicted with my opinion of him because he seems like he tells a lot of stories that are clearly honest and happened and were probably difficult for him to to come to grips with. Yeah. Um. So he's definitely an interesting guy. But on this particular uh, podcast war, I think I'm team Sammy. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But that's also too like if uh, if Michael went and cleared all his shit with the government and could talk about it, I guarantee you'd have different stories because. Sammy's right. You back then you weren't a made guy unless you participated in a murder. You didn't have to pull the trigger, but you were there and helped either get rid of it or whatever the fuck they did. Right. Which is weird because he loves mentioning that he was a made guy, but he won't acknowledge what that means. You know? Yeah. He, he, uh, this is, it was, it was, it was definitely worth watching. I definitely say that. Yeah. Go check it out. All, All that shit. It's definitely interesting. It's just funny. To hear one of these guys 
Like, and then we uh, buried them deep in the woods. No one will ever find them. <laughs> Anyways, check out Patreon this week. We've got a uh, <laughs> bonus <laughs> content up there. <laughs> so when when uh, when Sammy first started his channel, I was like on it because I I love that shit. I like I said I, I listen to audio books all day and fucking while I'm driving around to the like, mob and everything. The end of his one of his first videos, he's like, "If you like the video, press like." <laughs> like like doing that whole thing and I'm like Jesus dude <laughs> and so they wanted me to chop off his ear and bring it back to him yeah. so I hit him over the head with a blackjack <laughs> well, he's, he's got Any, some, yeah. anyways if you if you leave a five star rating it really helps the algorithm yeah one of his videos he's like uh, some kid we didn't know came out he ran at Louis who was holding a shotgun and he blew him away Anyways, if you like this video, swipe up. <laughs> Let's do it a swipe up. <laughs> it is. It's a. I, I said it was a fascinating like timestamp in history to be like. Just to think, you know, like the former president has been kicked off Twitter, <laughs> and uh, Sammy the Bull has a Patreon. And O.J. Simpson has a following. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rudy Giuliani was in this documentary because he's he's more or less one of the big reasons why the mob doesn't exist like it used to. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he refused to sit down with Sammy. Oh, really? And that pissed Sammy off, and he's like, "Who's this motherfucker?" And like, sorry, it's <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sammy Sammy's been an interesting guy to listen to for sure. Well, yeah, um, like, and he's still got all his. Like he's an older dude. He's like seventy seven or something like that. Yeah, seventy six. But he's still. I mean, I wonder how much of that is like just how he remembers it because the way he tells stories are is so specific and everything. Yeah. So for a seventy seven year old guy, if he really remembers all that shit, he's pretty fucking sharp. Yeah, and um, in that video, uh, the clip we just played at one point. So I looked it up because they were talking about someone dying in Michael's house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a little weird. Oh, it was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He overdosed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. And Sammy's like, what the fuck you pray for me for? Pray for that kid. Yeah. <laughs> kids dying in your house. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. dude!" <laughs> yeah. It's wild. So go check it out. If you think that's interesting. I also want stop the baloney as a sound drop. Okay. okay. If you wouldn't mind. I'll have to get a clearer, uh, a clearer recording. Stop the baloney. <laughs> 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 and then uh, the other thing I found uh, interesting, speaking of good gearheads, by the way, I'd say if we're uh, if we're ranking, it's uh, and, you know, when I say gearheads, of course, I mean minifans, which is inevitable by the, the when I say their names. But uh, you got Chef Lewis and then you've got PGA Minahan <laughs> and Lieutenant Kirk. <laughs> um, but I would say those are probably the three guys at the at the. Top of the top of the heap right now. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. As far as contributing to the to the program, PGA like works for us. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There was a. It's amazing. I got three guys that uh, cut clips for the shows on here. Mm-hmm. PGA Minahan has them done by the by the time I'm done recording. Oh yeah, he's probably already one out there. Uh, the the latest one that we uh, have doing it for us. I sent the video to be. Yeah, clipped. what happened to him? I sent the video to be clipped on. When did you type? Was that Saturday? And you got Friday, the, Friday. I either sent it Saturday morning or something like that. But I got a uh, a message a couple hours ago. I was like, "Hey, sorry, I've been busy." 
Yeah, so that's that'll be the end of that. I'm like, thanks for the heads up. I don't get the idea of like this. So this kid, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, why would you? Right. Uh, someone reached out to me a few times to like cut clips for the show. He's like, hey, I can help you out with social media and stuff. And I was like, oh, great, because I like uh, Matt from Rhode Island has been doing it for us mm-hmm. of a vaulted podcast. And uh, like I know he's got other shit going on, and he's already so do- like I don't I, I hate taking too much of his time. And he's doing it for why are you laughing? But he's doing four episodes at a time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I know he's got a lot on his plate. So this kid offered, and I was like, yeah, that, that'll really help us out. And uh, I even said to him, I was like, hey, like, because uh, he does like on air stuff. And I was like, hey, if we if I ever need someone to fill in, would you be willing to do that? Like, I wanted to. You know, give the guy a shot. <laughs> and not that this is anything major, but it's something nice. And uh, like, it's been a hassle now. It's like I'm bothering him to cut these clips. Yeah, like you said, he messaged me, and I completely forgot I even sent it to him. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that'll probably be the end of that. Yeah. I know it's something to do with he was moving or something like that. Was, yeah, I didn't, res- um, I didn't respond yet because I saw it like not that long ago. Right. Anyways, uh, I br- all of that. Just to bring up that Lieutenant Kirk has been uh, our top beat reporter. He has been on the Mark Marin beat for months now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah. I bring up Mark Marin, I don't, I don't focus that much on Mark Marin. I don't watch Mark Marin's Instagram lives or anything. It's because intrepid reporter Lieutenant Kirk has been zeroed in on Marin <laughs> for months. He really is. So shout out to him uh, for so diligently following. Um, but I would say old Mikey hit the nail on the head of what's been going on with Marin. Sounds like it. So, uh, we've been, you know, if you haven't heard, we've been every, every time we bring up Marin, it's because he's trashing mostly Rogan. Um, but he'll shit on Chappelle. He's brought up like Bo Burnham and other comedians and he'll say like vague things that we can kind of tell who they're about, Yeah, (laughs) but, his most targeted rants have been about Rogan and basically calling him a, a bro and a moron. But he even gets into shit like basically calling him like sexist or homophobic or alt-right and these things. It's weird. It's weird for another comic. It's a weird for a comic to do to another comic, uh, especially two guys like at that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like two well-respected guys uh, that know each other for sure. Like they're about the same age. They definitely know each other. Um, so it's weird to do. And I've been saying all along, I think he's depressed. Yeah. And I, I said, which I don't think is the case. And I'm happy about my speculation was maybe he fell off the wagon or something. Uh, he, um, it doesn't sound like that's the case. I don't know if it's in this clip, but there's one point in him speaking where he said uh, he should probably go to a meeting. Right, so maybe he was yeah teetering on the on the brink. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like I, I hope that's not the case. But uh, but I was right. If there's one thing I know, folks, it's people on the brink of a breakdown. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Mar- Mark Marin was on. What is this? Dean Del Rey's podcast. This is both of their show. What do you mean? They do a show. Together. Oh, they do this together. Yeah, Dark Fonzie. Oh, 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 oh! I assume Marin was a guest. Nope. Oh, okay. Then what is, what is Dark Fonzie a reference to? I don't fucking know, dude. He he dated Frank Zappa's daughter named Moon Unit, so it's like, I don't know. He's up to a bunch of stuff. 
Oh, okay. All right. You know what I just learned? Dean Del Rey didn't start comedy till he was like 44. No shit. Which he's not, I mean, he's not crazy famous or anything, but like he's boys with Burr and I hear him, I see him around, you know? Yeah. As far as like getting things on, on different platforms and shit. So he's somewhat successful at least. And yeah, he didn't start till he was 44, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's a, what's his name? Uh, Louis Black too. He was like that. Was he that late? He was either late 30s, early 40s. I know Rodney, like we talked about on the Rodney episode where he left for a while and didn't come back till he was fucking 50 or something. Yeah. And uh, I forget Ron, now. And uh, Ron White, too. He he didn't get famous till he was 45. Oh, there's a lot more guys like that that didn't get fit. Fa- Even like Louis and Bird didn't really get famous till they were in their 40s. Right. You know. Right. Um. But anyways. Uh, so Marin was on his podcast, I guess. I didn't realize he did a second podcast. They do this once in a while. I think this is like the 13th episode. Yeah. 13th episode. Okay. So this is dark Fonzie (laughs) and, uh, Dean Del Rey is talking to Marin about, uh, uh, how Marin has been feeling lately with a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily really want to be doing. Right. And it's not so much talking to you is the hard part, you know, and it's not that I don't like doing it, but I, I just like, I don't know, dude, I don't know if I'm just trying to retreat or what, but, but I definitely know that like, cause I can hear myself, man. I hear myself talking shit about people. Right. I'm throwing people under the bus. I notice that. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, those may be my real feelings, but I learned a long time ago that, that so what? You don't have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sometimes it feels good to say it. Yeah. But then you're that guy. Yeah. You know, then no one's going to trust you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I there's some dude, like, who just drives me nuts. He fucking annoys me, and I've been talking trash about him. Yeah. And, uh, you know. This is Joe Rogan he's talking about. It, I mean, it has to be, right? I mean, he's. Yeah, the- bring it back just a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, like, Marin's talking there about, you know, the this is how I feel. Like I, these guys do annoy me and whatever shit he says about alt right. I guess he does really think that. So I don't agree with him at all. And you know, if he hates these guys, go, go ahead and say it. My issue is I don't think Marin does hate these guys. And I think if Joe Rogan was on Marin's podcast, it would be a very different discussion. Oh yeah. You know, it wouldn't be this, uh, uh, where he's like in this weird mood and said, "Oh, the uh, I forget what was the weird shit he was saying." Like the the the, the no thinky people are 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 out to get us. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Mark? It's, it's all just brain ramblings of a guy who's losing it. He's in his house just having conversations with his cat. Yeah, it's it's probably the reality of Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Like how Robin Williams on stage was stream of consciousness. That yeah. m- what Mark Maron has done lately was probably Robin Williams off stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, you know, uh, free form uh, references that don't quite make sense, <laughs> but you're like, this is scary. This is something. Um, so yeah, obviously he's got to be talking about Rogan here. Cause I haven't even heard, I haven't heard a second person that it could be. You know what I mean? Like this, there's not a, this is not a competition. Really. The second worst thing he said was about Bo Burnham just going, yeah, it's not no Chappelle. I think Chappelle was or second Ch- worst. Or Ch- there's no way Chappelle's fucking calling him. I'll tell you that. No. And <laughs> I don't think, yeah, Chappelle's definitely not calling him. And also I don't think Chappelle fits the criteria right. of, uh, of why Marin is so annoyed, you know? Right, right. right. 
definitely know that, like, because I can hear myself, man. I hear myself talking shit about people. Right. I'm throwing people under the bus. I notice that. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, those may be my real feelings, but I learned a long time ago that, that so what? Yeah. You don't have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sometimes yeah. it feels good to say it. Yeah. But then you're that guy. Yeah. You know, then no one's going to trust you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I there's some dude, like, who just drives me nuts. He fucking annoys me, and I've been talking trash about him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it, none of it's untrue. Yeah. And then, like, I see him call me on my phone, and I'm like, oh, here, it finally got back to him. <laughs> now I got... Uh, the most popular podcast host in the world calling me again. <laughs> <laughs> But he knows the uh, the jig is up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's weird. It's because it's Instagram Live, and he like deletes some of them. Yeah, and they're so long that you know, like Rogan's not digging through those. We hear we hear the ones that aren't deleted. I'm curious what's in the ones that are deleted. I know. I'd love to. I'd love to hear those. I'll say the one the one area Lieutenant Kirk has failed us, and he's been. I got to you know. Proper credit. He's been on the case for a while, and I imagine it gets exhausting. But I did. I did demand that on these Instagram lives uh, that Mark Marin be peppered with questions about Blind Mike <laughs> to the point where he finally snaps and says, "I don't know who Blind Mike is." You know, what we should. You know, what we should do so that we can have that sound clip. <laughs> what we should do is um, post. I'll post like a link or something. We'll find out if he has like set times for this. Hmm. And just get into something like this and just everyone go in and message him about it. Yeah. We need that. We need that drop. An agitated Marin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what finally drives him back to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he called himself when he was blacked out. Blind Mike. <laughs> Blind Mike. How did you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, clearly he's talking about Rogan. Is there more there? Oh, yeah hard part you know and it's not that I don't like doing it but I, I just like I don't know dude I don't know if I'm just trying to retreat or what but but I definitely know that like because I can hear myself man I hear myself talking shit about people right I'm throwing people under the bus I notice that yeah and and it's like you know those may be my real feelings but I learned a long time ago that that so what yeah. you don't have to say it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but sometimes it back. feels good to say it yeah. but then you're that guy yeah you know then no one's gonna trust you yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, there's some dude like who just drives me nuts. He fucking annoys me and I've been talking trash about him yeah. and uh, you know, and it, none of it's untrue. Yeah. And then like, I see him call me on my phone and I'm like, Oh, here, it finally got back to him. Uh, now I got to own it. Now I have to stand up to this shit and just say, look, man, but that's my fucking problem. If I would have picked up that phone and it would have been that I would have been like, that's just how I feel, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. Right. But it turns out the guy's just sort of like, hey, man, I've just been listening to the podcast. You're doing a great job. You know, the cancel culture <laughs> one was amazing. And uh, uh, Richard Pryor's wife, Jane. It's just like I have a lot of admiration for you. And then I'm sitting there going like, ah, fuck. Uh, now I got to. Yeah, maybe uh, I'm just maybe I'm just setting myself up for. The only thing I wonder. The only thing I wonder is. Uh, would, would Joe Rogan say I have a lot of admiration for you? I think what happened is a couple people he may have spoken about have reached out. Rogan might have called, but he's just trying to blend them together and make. He's it conflating seem, the two. Yeah, he's making it seem like uh, Rogan's bowing. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him credit. He didn't say Rogan, and most people aren't watching those, so it is to most people that's that's vague. He says Rogan in the IG lives. So you, oh, I know he does, but what I'm saying, most people listening to whatever the fuck that podcast is, mm -hmm. 
probably don't know he's talking a lot of shit about Rogan. You know what I mean? Like it's not a mainstream story or anything. So unless you're really dialed in, you don't know that he is going on rants about Rogan every night. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't think the average person, it'd be one thing if he was like, uh, I won't say who, but a guy with a massive podcast who they talk about on CNN a lot. <laughs> Doesn't care for the vaccine. That's all I'll say. He gave me a call. <laughs> a guy who recently gave Dana White advice on how to deal with COVID called me. I'm not saying who it is, but he gave me a call. He offered me some alpha brain. <laughs> <laughs> he loves kettlebells. <laughs> He's a workout machine. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Good, good for Marin for realizing that at least. And I hope he gets, you know, whatever help he needs or something. But uh, right after that, they start talking about, and again, you know, say what you want about me as a broadcaster, unskilled, worthless, uh, you know, a waste of time and and people's money. Sure, all valid. But the psyche of the human mind, I'm, I'm tuned in because I brought up, you know, it takes a trained psychologist to figure this sort of stuff out. His wife died. Yeah. And I said that may have affected him. <laughs> and he talked about right after. He's like, you know, that hasn't been easy for me. And I was like, boy, how did I come up with that? Plus, his dad's got something going on, too. Yeah, I heard him mention that. Um, I don't know how close him and his dad were. Yeah, I don't. I don't Because I know, I think in his show, that IFC show, mm-hmm. I thought he kind of portrayed his relationship with his dad as uh, not great, if I remember right. Was it? Uh, but who knows how real that is? Yeah, I was gonna say his show, his television show. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know if that's how closely based on his life that is. You know? I bet. I, I mean, it was called Marin. Yeah, he, <laughs> and it was him. He's he was reacting uh, like they were very close though. Okay. Yeah. Well. So I don't know. You know, I hope uh, hope all is well with Mark. But finally, we've finally figured it out. Now the weird thing will be is if he go like tonight, he's doing an Instagram live again. Is it this fucking pussy Rogan? You just hear the ice in his whiskey glass clanking. Like, oh, come on, Mark. <laughs> the pop of a pill bottle. Mark, please. That's fucking it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm just so so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. Like, Marin's a good example of a, uh, you know, whatever they say, money not buying you happiness or whatever. Like, I imagine he's doing quite well for himself. He has one of the most successful podcasts ever. When you think about it, he's doing great. Because I watched one of these IG live things, and he walked through his neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> He's doing amazing. Like, he was in The Joker. He's, uh, yeah. he had like a, you know, a mildly successful television show. Actually, a couple, because that, uh, that show Glow was pretty well received too that he was in. Yeah. And he got actually, uh, I've heard his name come up the most from that show as being like the best part. Yeah, and so he's had a, he's had a ton of success, particularly in the last ten years or so. You know, Netflix specials, all that, and yet he's still like a guy like that can still say, "Look at Rogan," and be like, "Oh, I'm why don't I have that?" You know, like there's still jealousy and bitterness, no matter how much shit you get. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's a sense. I, I I feel bad for Marin in a way. You know, I do too. But at some point, you're like, all right, dude. He didn't, he didn't, got it. he didn't do anything to you <laughs> like at all. He didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do anything to you. And your podcast numbers are fine. Like I saw he, I thought 
in my mind, when uh, Marin started going on this like bitter, I was like, oh, the podcast must really be struggling. He's like 12th on Apple yeah, I'm, <laughs> fucking I'm podcast pull, rankings. I'm pulling it up right now. I want to see, do a live look at uh, um, what's his face's ranking here. I think he's 12. I think WTF is like top 20. <laughs> it's always which, up there. Which, by the way, that it doesn't mean like if you're not in the top hundred or two, whatever. If you're not in the at the top on iTunes, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But if you are there consistently, like that is definitely a good sign, you know. Right. I, I'm looking through all categories real quick because I'm sure he's probably there. But at comedy, I bet he's top ten. Right? Or pretty close, yeah. Let's see, we'll go comedy. Oh, whoa, Blind Mike Project. Wow. Number two. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the first, look at this. A true crime podcast put comedy as their main fucking category, and they've been number one for like three months. Oh, I saw that, and I assumed that it was a comedy podcast about crime or something. I think it's a real. He's number 11 right now, by the way. Um, yeah. Behind the Breakfast Club. That's tough. So, again, you know how I said it doesn't necessarily mean anything if you're in the. <laughs> Exactly. There's show like uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers is in the top 100. Oh, could you imagine being like, I didn't get enough of this guy on television. Let me download his podcast. Or, or not even, I, I. but here's the thing, Craig. It's not that. Here's what it is. It's, oh, man, I didn't get to catch Late Night last night. Let me hear it on the podcast. Oh, gross. <laughs> I think it's just the show. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. So shit like that. And yeah, like radio show, like uh, Bobby Bones is in the top hundred I saw. <laughs> Good. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but if you are, you are doing well if you're consistently at the top, you know? Yeah. It, that's, that's, he's been there for 10 years at least. That's yeah. That's so, <laughs> Hey Mark, cheer up for God's sake. Come on guy. That's the thing though. That's the thing about depression. It'll, get um, you. It'll bite you. Who said, you know, it was, I remember uh, on on Mike and the Minifans, I think, mm-hmm. one of the one of the guys that was on there, I was talking about being depressed or someone, and someone was like, hey, you're on a great podcast. <laughs> why, why are you feeling so glum? <laughs> oh, that'll fix it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, wiped away. <laughs> oh, thank you for reminding me. I'm fine now. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Hey yeah. Doc, we don't have to talk anymore. Yeah, they'll always it'll always manage to get you. That's the thing you gotta keep in mind about life is grim death is always around the corner. I feel good. Now. You know? Yeah. It is. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's always lurking. <laughs> what uh did you have any thoughts on this Cuomo shit? I love it. <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah, I love it. Craig's one of these guys. Uh, I I understand where uh, like Tucker Carlson's coming from with, uh, you know, that's your brother. You'll do whatever. Well, I mean, so yeah. Here's the here's my two thoughts on it. A as a human being, I understand. I have I don't really have any problem with Chris Cuomo. Uh, I mean, obviously the sexual shit is took not even in the discussion. Like that's a whole different thing, right? I just mean as far as like texting people trying to get information about your brother's situation and stuff. That's just being a human being. Right. And yes, as a journalist, that's the wrong move. My problem. And the reason like I kind of defend Chris Cuomo is 
I don't think he's a fucking journalist. I don't think any of them are anymore. I think he could have kept his job if he just said, I'm not a journalist. I'm doing an opinion piece and you're happening. Right. To like it, I'm, I'm an entertainment show. Now, the problem is he talks about shit like, and that, this is where Don Lemon gets in trouble also. Like, I, I also don't think Don Lemon's a journalist. But where they get into trouble is, and where they kind of deserve it, because they look at themselves as journalists, mm -hmm. and they portray themselves as journalists. Like, Don Lemon's getting shit now for um, texting Jesse Smollett. Yeah. And it's like, again, if you're buddies with that guy, I understand that. But then you can't talk about that case. Well, that's that's the problem. He's getting uh, shit for not talking about it. Yeah, like then you don't get to talk about the the. You just say, I have to, you know, recuse myself from this. I hate Don Lemon more than all of them. I actually kind of like Don Lemon. Oh, he's such a smug fuck. I like Don Lemon because like he's this stiff news guy, and like I hate what he said to uh, Sanjay Gupta about Rogan. Mm -hmm. I hated that, but like he will get drunk and fucking pierce his ear on New Year's Eve and shit. <laughs> he's got he's got a he's got a, a cool side to him. He'll also get drunk and touch people's balls without asking. Well, listen, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, let me tell you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I don't like. <laughs> I don't like when one side takes uh, a stance on something and the other doesn't <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not a coincidence that one group wants Chris Cuomo out and another group is like, ah, he should keep his job. I do. You know, I do enjoy that after everything, Tucker Carlson had Chris Cuomo's back and everyone's like, well, we, we must hate Chris Cuomo because Tucker Carlson agrees with him. So fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. Like um, we were talking about this yesterday, but uh, as much as people say like Tucker Carlson has back, he did do a whole like, look at this fucking clown <laughs> segment where he was shown his workout videos well, he is a clown. Tucker, Tucker Carlson called Chris Cuomo illiterate. <laughs> he goes, what more would you expect from this illiterate? He doesn't He doesn't call Don Lemon by his, his name either. He calls him Don Lemon. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Just, uh, Tucker is the best at being a smug cunt. I like Tucker a lot because I know, contrary to what people think, he'll actually disagree with shit. I don't really watch it, but like, yeah. If you watch the next show, Sean Hannity, it's the worst. Oh my, it's nauseating. It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. Every four seconds, there's an, a a breaking news sounder, and he says something that happened at like eight o'clock the morning in that morning. <laughs> it was the the one reference I always use for Sean Hannity, or I always bring up about Sean Hannity is uh after w whichever debate it was between Trump and Biden, mm -hmm. um. They, you know, I, I had it on CNN and right after they're like, uh, well, obviously uh, Trump sounded like a fool and Joe Biden was amazing. And you you click, uh, I clicked over to Fox just to get the opposite opinion. Yeah. And it's Sean Hannity, another resounding victory for <laughs> Donald J. Trump. <laughs> he's the worst, but he's he's like that because Trump will go on his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Hannity seems like the worst. Although he defended, uh, I like him because he defended Opie and Anthony back in the day. Yeah, I mean, although that seems like like now that would be all of Fox News. I yeah, guess I think that would be most people. Uh, not O'Reilly. O'Reilly sold him uh, down the river. That's true. How's he doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Opie and Anthony planted the rape case on him. 
<laughs> you know what's weird is like he's still around, Bill O'Reilly. Doesn't he do like fifteen minute spots? It's the weirdest thing. Like he, I, I think he's on uh, WRKO here in Boston. I don't know why he just doesn't do a podcast. He's got enough money. I, I think he does, but like he charges people. Ugh. Like I think it's pay. Like I don't think there's a free version of it. I think it's talk behind to, a paywall or something. Oh, and there's a tier. It might be Patreon because there's a tier where uh, you get to email with Bill O'Reilly. Um, oh, I'm sure that's him. Yeah, some fucking poor intern. <laughs> it's not a video or a voice chat. It's no, no, no. It's an email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. O'Reilly. Thank you, fellow patriot. <laughs> Ted, Sar- Ted Sarandis says O'Reilly should be in prison. I agree. <laughs> he probably should be, right? <laughs> I mean, what did he do exactly? Rape. But yeah, let's look up the, let's find the charges on Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, but his thing was he settled. So it's kind of like, I guess the person that it happened to is like, not cool with it, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Didn't he make like ooga booga sounds at a black person or something? Oh, he's done a lot of horrible shit, but his like legal <laughs> issues. Uh, yeah. Was it what I Bill O'Reilly? No, he woofed. I think he barked at her or something. Charges. I'll go with. Uh, yeah. Welcome to another edition of Rabbit Holes, folks. Bill O'Reilly settled a new harassment claim, then Fox renewed his contract. Oh, thirty-two million. Oh my god. Yeah, it was steep. Oh. Uh last January, six months after Fox News ousted its chairman amid tech. Oh yeah, that's right. That was when uh, that movie shit was going down, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh, no, I also, sexual harassment allegations according to two people briefed on the matter. Uh, uh that's right. They don't ever go into details of what exactly happened. They always just say sexual mm-hmm. harassment. Yeah, it's very annoying. I want details. So remember that um, that story with the Blackhawks player? Yes. So they were like, oh, he was like sexually harassed. And I was like, get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you yeah, find yeah. out the details and you're like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> he was forced to blow a guy or something. He was forced to blow or no, let the guy blow him. And then the other dude like used his butt cheeks to jerk off and come on his back. Good God! And you're like, holy fuck! Why does it just say sexual harassment? It's because it's a fun Saturday night if it's all consensual. But hey, to me, I know it's not. But the the uh, when someone says sexual harassment, my brain doesn't go to that level. It's like Patrice saying, "Hey, nice tits." Right, right, right. That's because it's sexual in nature, nature, and it's we live in a different world, my friend. It's a scary world out there. It is. It is. So we'll never know what Bill O'Reilly did, folks. He remains. Exonerated for uh, settled. For We're clearing him of all charges. <laughs> Ted says settled. <laughs> Ted, Ted will know. Ted will know. Settled for millions for non-consensual sex equals rape. <laughs> oh, non. That's what it is. Non-consensual sex. That's not what it says in this article. That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, it's about as grim as it gets. Yeah. Uh, he also beat up his wife. I do remember that. Bill O'Reilly. I remember hearing that. It doesn't say it in this article. Really? He di- I mean, he seems like a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm, the, the way the comment section is, did I say non-consensual sex and gl- uh, uh, gloss over that? No, I didn't. Hmm. Shut up, everybody. That's pretty... That's uh, <laughs> If those are the terms they use, that's not great. <laughs> non-consensual sex. <laughs> Be tough for even me to defend. <laughs> yeah, they had sex, but I mean, she didn't say yes or nothing. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bill, you you rascal! You can't be doing that. Oh. Well, hey, we we almost got out scot free, Bill, but then they 
the comments section buried you. <laughs> we get a call from him later. <laughs> hey, Mike, what the hell? You're defending Cuomo. <laughs> you're now in the spin. I'm like, Bill, come on. What could I? My hands were tied. <laughs> you're now. You're now in the spin zone, Mike. Uh, He's like, Mike, you know, uh, Cosby and Harvey, they've been saying all these great things about you, and here you are trashing me. Uh, the Warthog says his earlier incident involved him saying he wanted a woman to use him like a loofah, I believe. Now, that's complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. Let that's me. like, hey, old Bill's hard. Do at, something about it. At worst, it's, you know, being like, hey, uh, you should shower. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bill O'Reilly, not a, not a good man. That's what we've learned here today, huh? That's true. Well, I think we've done a lot of good. <laughs> Helping out Bill O'Reilly, bringing, bringing uh, eyeballs to a case that's already settled. Yeah, I think we've solved a lot here today, and I think it's all very important stuff. Yes, I agree. And if uh, anyone ever ends up hearing this outside of this Patreon, go to uh, patreon.com slash blindmike, where you can get a... Uh, all of our content. You know, why are you laughing a week early? Right. You get this episode a week early, plus uh, bonus episodes of the Blind Mike Project and more on money and all that other stuff. Uh, so subscribe to the Patreon. Get us back over the hump, for Christ's sake, folks. Are we uh, are we forgetting uh, a thing, or was that a one-off? What's that? It was a, a ad last week. Oh, just uh, they're in and out. Okay. I just want yeah. to make sure. Oh, I mean, I, I, I go to two roads. You, you can still use our promo code. I don't have a problem. You did it again. With that? You said two roads again. God damn it. Why do I do that? <laughs> I don't know. Two tours. Well, it makes it more memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, they didn't pay me this week. <laughs> <laughs> now go to two tours.com and use uh, my name. You get a uh, 15% off and free shipping. Go do that. Yeah, do it. Buy a vape uh, pen or something. Um, yeah, people, people raving about these moon rocks I see too. Oh, I meant to ask that, but you did the read and then moved on. What the fuck yeah. is that? I don't know. They're sending me while I have a full report. They're oh. sending me some. Okay. Do you, yeah. Do you just like breathe, breathe its aura in? Is it like one of those things? I think they're real moon rocks. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. Oh. Um, uh, but I'll find out. New, uh, new episode of Very Good Show out. Uh, new shirt available at teespring.com slash stores slash very good show. Soft yellow. It's out. Our merch is on that same website. It is. All kinds of stuff. Uh, whoop. Wait. What? What? Uh, extra goodies. We haven't done that in a while. I know. It just popped in my head and I went, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we've got plenty of shirts, uh, mugs, sweatpants, hoodies, zip ups. Um, wall tapestries, all kinds of shit. Cell phone cases. We're really whoring ourselves out here. Yeah. So what do we have, Jer? Extra goodies. Rhythmic right. slap, slap, slapping. No, no, no. That would have been in the uh, Bill O'Reilly segment. <laughs> I know. I forgot I had both of those. I like Bob Costas uh, doing play-by-play -play of every rape accusation. <laughs> <laughs> A rhythmic <laughs> slap, slap, slapping sound. Uh, they're they're uh, against uh, what is being presented. They do not enjoy it. It's just that'd be horrible. <laughs> I think Bob would add a little uh, a little spice to it. One of the uh, no no Mike on very good show. I assume. Nope. We had uh, Mike left because he needed a mental break. I think he's. Oh yeah. How did that go with uh, 
the Canadian gentleman. It was really good. We had uh, the first 15 minutes were kind of awkward, like a sure, you know, get to know you type deal. And then it was just felt like a normal show. He fit in, fit in perfectly, actually. Get to know you type deal. That sounds exciting. Yeah. And then we asked about Canada. Apparently in Canada, their whole news cycle is our news. Oh, yeah. I mean, I assumed so other than like local politics and shit. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it would be like driving their news uh, at all. Well, I mean, what do they want? I imagine they watch like CNN. Dude, but they get like fucking like our border coverage up there. (laughs) It's well, it's interesting. It's all interesting stuff. Yeah. So that was interesting. What's happening in the basement, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What's that noise in the basement? They say in Canada, (laughs) they're like all those rats. (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah, we, uh, yeah, all, all, all that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> was this a good episode? What are they saying in the comments? Uh, everyone seems to be buying, uh, merch soon, which is nice. Oh, good. I appreciate it. Everyone. You, you guys, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. You do enough, but I, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Ted's asking, do they tell gay jokes on very good show? Asking for a friend. G- I wonder Ted. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know what those those uh, rap scallions do? I thought you were talking. Never mind. I thought you. Were, yeah, I thought you were going a different direction with that sentence. I was like, oh boy. I certainly wasn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel out of it today. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. I, Coming I, off a high of a Patriots win, you think I'd be full of vim and vigor? Yeah, it was a late night, and then today I. I Sat down and we started. Like I got home, and went right on. Yeah, never break. Well, hey, we'll be back tomorrow with a little extra juice. Late tomorrow, by the At way. Seven, yeah. Yep. A late uh, live stream tomorrow, and maybe we'll do a little something different. What do you think? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm, but the, the old mind's percolating. I shouldn't have said that because most likely it'll be the same horseshit as always. But uh, I was like, oh, he got an idea. That was an idea. No. That was an idea reaction. <laughs> No, we'll see. Um, all right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Rock on.